Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Roddy took two years off to work on this album because he wanted to experience life to have more to write about. And then he drops the album and it's about money and hoes. What's up? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily, your favorite podcast. The podcast that's brought to you by the good people over there at Hip Hop DX. It's the place where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip hop music culture. I'm one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A Dub. It's Monday. Happy Monday to you. Brand new week second week of Black History Month and uh, it's a couple of big things to get into so Kanye West and Kim Kardashian there is a lot going on there a lot of divorce slash baby daddy baby mama drama and it's getting really intense like we're talking kidnapping allegations murder for hire allegations things of that nature okay also Roddy Rich is having a tough time recently he deleted his social media after fans didn't respond so well to one of these snippets that he put out and lastly in better news we have more baby news this week Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner just welcomed their second child, so we'll get into that as well. Before we do, though, please make sure you follow the podcast, subscribe to us on whichever streaming platform you're listening to us on right now. You know, you don't gotta go over there to Shade Room and lurk on the page all day to get the news. We got you five days a week, Monday through Friday. All you gotta do is subscribe to the podcast, lock in with us. We thank you. We appreciate it. Now let's jump in. Okay, so Kanye West versus Kim Kardashian is getting very, very heated on social media right now. Like, I feel like I am one of the kids witnessing my parents get divorced right now because I'm just seeing every little detail play out. Yeah, we know too much about their divorce between Kanye and Kim, like, because they put everything on social media. So it all started with Kanye West calling out Kim Kardashian for letting North, their daughter, be on TikTok. Now, North has been on TikTok for quite a while now. Like, even when Kim and Kanye were still together, North was on TikTok. So I just find this whole thing very interesting. It's very side-eye worthy to me that this became a problem all of a sudden, that North is on TikTok, even though she's been on there since before Kim and Kanye were together. But either way, Kanye got on social media. He posted a screenshot of North on TikTok, and he said, Since this is my first divorce, I need to know what should I do about my daughter being put on TikTok against my will. That's Hmm. what Kanye wrote on social media. Very inflammatory. Uh, A lot of people debating in the comment sections. A lot of people debating all over social media like, oh, yeah, Kanye's right. If he don't want his daughter on TikTok, he don't want his daughter on TikTok. Other people is like... Like me, like, was she been up there? It wasn't a problem. 
why is there a problem now? And then Kanye continued on his war path and he hopped on social media on February 5th. And he said, I want to bring my kids to my hometown of Chicago to see my basketball team play for 7,000 people. And Kim is stopping that. How is that joint custody? Also very inflammatory because one, you talk about how you want to bring your kids in front of 7,000 people in a pandemic. Two, Joint custody, I feel like joint custody works like you get the kids on some days, she get the kids on some days. So I feel like it's it's kind of, it shouldn't be that hard of a situation to figure out, no? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I ain't got no, we don't got no kids and we're not married or divorced. So I don't know how all this goes, but my belief is joint custody is like, yeah, you kind of somehow split it up. However the court wants you to split up or whatever the rules are, but I just... Uh, yeah, I don't get that either. It's so strange to me. I mean, even back to a few weeks ago where Kanye said he wasn't invited to his daughter's birthday party, Chicago. Even that, mm-hmm. like, it was very, very strange things going on over there in the Kardashian West world. But Kim Kardashian did decide to issue a statement of her own, and she got a little spicy in the statement. Like, she tried to keep it cute and professional, but then I feel like she threw the spice in there. She sprinkled it on like cayenne pepper. (laughs) So Kim was like, Kanye's constant attacks on me in interviews and on social media is actually more hurtful than any TikTok North might create. As the parent who is the main provider and caregiver for our children, I am doing my best to protect our daughter while also allowing her to express her creativity in the medium that she wishes with adult supervision because it brings her happiness. Now, that's the first part of the statement. Mm-hmm. So in there, we see, we we get the gist of the fact that, like, okay, Kim does allow her to be on social media, and she does allow her to do it with supervision. We know that the comments are turned off on North's TikTok, so, you know, there's not people up there saying crazy things about her. Now, the TikToks do get posted on other sites, so you'll see them on Twitter, you'll see them on Instagram, and the comment section will be on there, but a lot of it is mostly love, honestly. Like, people love Kim and Kanye's kids, they love to watch them, whatever the case may be. But the interesting part about that statement to me was where she slid in there that she's the main provider and caregiver for the children. Are you telling us that, you know, Kanye is providing less care than you? Is that financial? Like, what is that part? What are you trying to insinuate by saying you're the main caregiver and provider? I thought custody was joint. Like, I thought that meant half you, half Kanye. So what does that part mean? Yeah, and like, I always thought like, you know, the mother gets the majority or the most. So like, you think, and she has the house, mm-hmm. You th- and she's more stable. Kanye moves around and goes to Wyoming and Miami and stuff <laughs> like that. So it makes sense that Kim would have her kids the most because she's the mom. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. that's how, how it always works. I would think that if Kanye is going this hard over the joint custody thing, I would think like, okay, you want to have your kids at least an equal or maybe close to equal amount of when their mom would have them. But I don't know. Maybe that's why Kanye is so distraught right now. Maybe he wants to have them more than he's being able to have them right now. Which brings Mm -hmm. us to the next portion of this. So Kim went on to say, Divorce is difficult enough on our children and Kanye's obsession with trying to control and manipulate our situation so negatively and publicly is only causing further pain for all. From the beginning, I have wanted nothing but a healthy and supportive co-parenting relationship because it is what is best for our children. And it saddens me that Kanye continues to make it impossible every step of the way. Now, 
I understand venting your frustrations, especially when he's going about this in such a public manner. But I feel like with this statement with Kim, it's just kind of a lot of thinly veiled attacks. It sort of feels like an assassination of Kanye's character a little bit because she's saying that he's making it impossible every step of the way. She's saying that she's the main caretaker and provider. She's saying that Kanye is making things difficult for their kids. Like if she feels that's the case, handle that in private. I feel like Kanye should be handling his grievances in private as well. But I just feel like why, like where are we getting with the character assassination? Like how is that better for your children from either side of them, for both of them? Right. And I think the main problem here is definitely just Kanye going to social media about everything. And then Kim sees it. So like she has to kind of quote unquote fix it or address it on her character. So she has to make a statement or say something back on social media too. So everybody knows because at first when Kanye made that uh, post, everybody was getting on Kim. Mm -hmm. And then once Kim posted her statement, everybody was like, oh, I kind of agree with Kim. You know, TikTok says you got to be 13 years or older and North is eight. So Kanye does have a point. Mm -hmm. But people are going with Kim on what she said uh, about her allowing to express herself and supervision, supervised. So I think that's the main thing is just Kanye vents on social media and it makes Kim want to be like, oh, well, here we go again. I got to say something to clear up my name and my, and my family's name. So it's just, it gets messy because I don't know why Kanye just puts it on social media. I don't know if it's to tear Kim Kardashian name down, but it's messy. It really is. And Kim did say that she wants to handle everything private from here at the end of the statement. And she said, hopefully he can finally respond to the third attorney he has had in the last year to resolve any issues amicably. Again, with the character assassination, like you didn't have to throw in there that he had three attorneys, but you threw that in there. So we know or to try to paint him in a certain light, like he's the, the one that's wild in here, not me. I feel like is what Kim was trying to say with that statement. Then Kanye, of course, responded. He was like, what do you mean by the main provider? America saw you try to kidnap my daughter on her birthday by not providing the address. I don't think that's the definition of kidnapping. I just want to put that out there. But that is the word that Kanye used. And he was like, you put security on me inside of the house to play with my son, then accused me of stealing. I had to take a drug test after Chicago's party because you accused me of being on drugs. Tracy Romulus stopped manipulating Kim to be this way. Now, those were some interesting revelations to me. The mm -hmm. being accused of stealing, Kanye being accused of being on drugs, and the part where he says Kim tried to kidnap her own daughter. Like, I just feel like, what what do we think is going on here? Like, what is the end goal for each of them, do you think? Like, what, what do you think they want out of this? I honestly don't know. I feel like maybe it seems like Kanye wants, I guess, main custody or have his kids live with him in his house and stuff like that. But then it's not joint custody. I get so confused like that. He would be the main person. So I don't know what they want. What do you think they want? I think Kanye wants more attention from Kim than he's getting, because I feel like a lot of this stems from her not communicating enough with him to his liking like if he's saying oh I don't want this or that for North and she's being unresponsive or she's not allowing him to have her phone number which was another complaint he had things of that nature not knowing the address to the party like I feel like all of that is what's causing Kanye to be so so aggressive in this situation I feel like what Kim wants is for 
Kanye to not disturb her public image or the family's public image. That's what I feel like. And to mm-hmm. raise her her children without all the antics. I do believe that as well. So, yeah, it, it gets even messier from there. Kanye accuses Kim of accusing him of trying to put a hit out on her life. Like, it, it just gets crazier and crazier from here. Maybe, maybe tomorrow, I, I feel like Azalea Banks had a great analysis of what went on in Kim, with Kim and Kanye, but we'll get into that tomorrow because that involves a breakdown of its own, man. We, we haven't had an Azalea Banks segment in a minute either, so we'll keep that one for tomorrow. For now, let's talk about Roddy Rich, though, because he was on Twitter recently promoting a new snippet that he was working on. He's working on some new music after the Live Life Fast album. And I don't think he got the exact reaction that he wanted to the snippet. Yeah, once he posted the snippet, um, a lot of people in the comments were like, this is trash. This is not it. What is this? He had a lot of backlash off of this snippet. And in results to that, he deactivated his Twitter. He deactivated his Instagram. He did, he did leave a couple, um, I guess, hints before he left. He put like a post. No, he put like a peace sign emoji on his Instagram story. And I think he tweeted, guess I'm a flop now ish crazy before deactivating. Yeah, so obviously people didn't reply too kindly to the snippet. I guess it was a little bit different or whatever. They are used to hearing another type of sound from Roddy. Roddy was excited about it. He linked back up with Mustard again. Um, Yeah, I just think he didn't get the response that he wanted. So that coupled with the fact that people aren't ranting and raving about the album, I think that might have gotten to Roddy a little bit. And Mm -hmm. if you recall, several weeks ago, maybe even a month maybe ago, we talked about on here when Roddy was preparing to go on one of the late night shows to perform his songs. And we were just talking about how he really wasn't promoting the album like that or he seemed a little, I don't know, just bothered by the discourse about the album on social media because even when he replied to someone talking about him and he was like, oh yeah, y'all playing with my name, the next project is coming soon. Like, he just didn't really seem that secure about how good he felt the album was. Like, it feels like anytime somebody would talk about it, he would just talk about the music that's coming next as opposed to standing strong and continuing to promote the album that he just put out, not even three months ago. It was like a month and a half ago the album came out. So, I don't know. It just it, it feels like there's some something going on there with Roddy and the way that this album came out. I don't know exactly what it was. I think it's just because he was too far in his head and took too long to put it out. We spoke about that as well. Just how Mm -hmm. the more you wait, the more people are expecting. So if you would have came right back eight months later, maybe even at most a year later, I think people would have just took whatever you gave him. But since he just prolonged it more and more, kept teasing it more and more, and then he had that immense success on Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial, The expectations were going up by the month. So I feel like that's kind of what caused, in part, what caused this reaction to the Live Life Fast album and everything that Roddy does after now. People are just extremely critical now just because of the timeline of things. Yeah, that's a good point. And I saw someone had tweeted about the whole Roddy Rich situation. They were saying how Roddy took two years off to work on this album because he wanted to experience life, to have more to write about. And then he drops the album and it's about money and hoes. So it was like, (laughs) so what were you doing these two years? I think that's a lot of people's gripe is just, you know, he did say he wanted to do more, take a break, experience stuff so he can have more to write about. But you come talking about the same stuff, kind of. So... 
I'm I telling you, man, he got, too, he got too deep in his head. He got too deep in his head about it. Instead of just using that formula he used before for the first album, which was just make the music, put it out, is dope, whatever. Like, he wouldn't drop anything. All we got in that time span was really late at night, like, before mm-hmm. the album dropped. So, and maybe he he did jump on a couple of features, but... Other than that, we didn't get anything. So instead of putting out fillers, putting out tracks here and there, just loose tracks or putting out a single, two singles at least, like it was just boom, late at night and then the album in two years. So it's just like, man, it, I, I really feel like if he would have just stayed out of his head, dropped music, dropped a tape, kept the mm-hmm. buzz going, fed the streets as he likes to do with his mixtapes, like I feel like this would not be an issue. I think he can bounce back from this. Just come with some some music. Come with some heat. Come with some fire. That's all he got to do, and this will be resolved. And don't let this situation get to you either. Like, he's what? Tw- he's under 25, so he's got the whole whole career ahead of him. Yeah, he can bounce back. I just hope he does, because he can. So let's see. Right. Now, lastly, congrats are in order for Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner. Uh, finally, some good news coming out of the uh, Kardashian-Jenner universe right now. They have welcomed their second child, and it's a baby boy. Yep. So they announced the birth of their son this Sunday, and they said that he was born this past Wednesday. And they put the little blue heart, so we knew it was a boy. And she posted a photo to break the news, and it was like Stormy's hand reaching out to touch her little brother. So very cute, very heartfelt things going on over there for Travis and Kylie. Yeah, it's always a blessing to have a new baby come into this world. So I'm curious to see whenever they post the actual pictures of the baby so we can see what he looks like. I think he's going to be a cutie. So, right. Yeah. Okay, yes. Ending on a positive note. That's a good note to end on right there. That's going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on whichever platform you are listening on and subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can also follow us. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A-Dub on everything, too. All right, we'll see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.